And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bench with Bubba, episode 647, continuing our team-by-team previews for the 2024 fantasy baseball season. Sticking in the NL Central, talking Milwaukee Brewers baseball. No, there's no Rowdy Tellez anymore. It's okay. But my real favorite first baseman's there now, so we'll talk about him pretty soon and much, much more. It's a fun team in Milwaukee. And to help me break this all down, one of the co-hosts of In the Cut Fantasy, you can find him on Twitter at Pile of Dial. Mr. Fish, how are we doing, my friend? Good, Bubba. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Um, it's good to have you back on. It's been a little while, but uh, you've been busy. You've been plodding like crazy, so let everybody know what's going on with all that. Yeah, we're just kind of in the middle of our position previews, and um, we've, you know, we've kind of revamped it a little bit. Um, there's so many pods out there right now, including, you know, y- y- you and uh, Bloom are doing an awesome job with yours, the position previews. There's so much, you know, kind of repeating of the you know everything so we we kind of switched it up a little bit we're kind of we did third third and shortstop last time we kind of combined it did like five guys we liked five guys we didn't um so we'll you know we, we'll finish up with with outfield and, and pitchers but and then we'll get into some you know some round table things and some adp battles and some other fun stuff sweet sweet yeah no it's a good it's a good pot i know bloomfield he got me hooked onto it, and we, it's one of the go-tos. So we, we, we enjoy it thoroughly. So if you guys aren't listening to In the Cup Fantasy, make sure you all check it out. Uh, before we go player to player here, talking Brewers, let's just get your thoughts on what were your overall, I guess, thoughts for the 2023 season with the Brewers, how it ended. <sighs> My Brewers, they just, I don't know. They It seems like they're just content with making the playoffs and not being a, like a true legit contender. I mean, you have Mark Canna and you have uh, Carlos Santana as your three and four hitters. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's those guys are good players, but you can't have those guys. Aren't your three and four hitters on a contender, you know? So they, they always make these little moves. They're, they're nice little moves, but they're never moves that put you over the top. Um, not since Doug Melvin anyways, when they, you know, traded for CC back in the day. That was, you know, kind of a move that to try awesome. to put you over the top. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, but, you know, the pitching's obviously very good. Uh, lost Woodruff now for this upcoming season. But, yeah, it was um, it was disappointing the way they lost. But I, I, I did – I went to game one against uh, the Diamondbacks, and if they were going to lose to anybody, I was happy that they lost to the Diamondbacks because that team was – that was a fun team. Yep, that was a very fun team. They got to the World Series, obviously, that most people know by now. But um, yeah, that, that was a fun D-backs team for sure. I kind of that whole that series between the Brewers and D-backs was kind of like two teams that none of the real quote unquote pundits thought were even had a chance, even after that round. And look what happened. So like I always liked the Brewers because they had the three headed monster on the mound. Just get to the playoffs. It could be fun. Obviously, mm-hmm. Woodruff's gone. We'll talk about the other two later in the show, but um, they're still an interesting crew for this year we'll see how it pans out so let's talk about it. let's start with the bats on this one and christian yelich i know we talked about him last year when we were talking about okay so this is kind of who he is now he's not this mvp guy but he's still a very formidable guy well last year at 278 with 19 homers 28 steals 106 runs scored and you still only have an adp of 83 for christian yelich like uh, that stat line comes back at 83 pretty pretty darn nice it feels like so what are your thoughts on Yelich this year? I know he battled the back injury last year. Is that a concern for you? Yes, the back is a huge concern. I think that's what's keeping his price down. Um, you know, the the change of the rules with the, you know, the the shift uh, definitely benefited him. He pulls the ball a lot, hits the ball on the ground a lot. That's why you see his 
home run totals kind of, you know, lower than you would think for a guy that hits the ball as hard as he does. Just too many ground balls. So, you know, I, I think something along the lines of what he just did this past year, um, I think you could repeat that. But, you know, it just it kind of come, it just comes down to his back. The, the back issues, It's it's been year after year with it. Uh, he did play 144 games, so, you know, it kind of flared up towards the end. But, you know, if he if that back flares up at the beginning of the season and nags him all season long, you could see, uh, you know, kind of a, a poor season from him. So um, I do have some concerns. I do have, I think, one share so far. Um, so he's not a huge target for me. But, uh, yeah, the, it's nice to see him stealing bases like he did and uh, the batting average, you know, kind of coming back a little bit since the, the shift changes. Yeah, for sure. There, there's a lot to like there. Back that always concerns me is someone that battles back problems myself. And we've seen other people just kind of, you know, they, they can pop up at any moment. And then you just, there's no exact timetable for those things, which is very frustrating. At least, I, like, if you want to like hindsight it, he came back for the playoffs. They said even at the end of the year, he could have come back if it was important, but they're arresting him for the playoffs. Yeah, who knows what's true, what's not true on that. But mm-hmm. at least he finished the year, I guess, is the optimism part. But still, you're right, just getting older. So it's not going to get any easier. For, uh, Christian right. Yelich. Yeah. Willie Adamas, a guy that in 2022, 31 homers, we were all like, here we go. Stepped back to 24 home runs this last year, only five steals, which you kind of, you know, whatever. You, you maybe hoped for a little more in the new steals environment. Didn't happen. Only at 217, though. Big drop off in a lot of areas in, uh, in the hitting department. Uh, ADP is 188 now. He's going to be 28 this year. Are you looking for a bounce back from Willie and enjoying that price? Or are you just like, you know, maybe he's not uh, the guy we thought he was? Yeah, I like that price actually. Uh, you know, I I don't know what we're gonna get in the batting average. This is a couple of years in a row now where it's you know kind of been subpar. But you know, if you look at the the four years you know prior to that, it was above two fifty in in all four years. So I don't know what to expect. Um, I do think that the power and the uh, the counting stats will be there. I do like those. The speed. I don't think we're gonna see much in the speed. I think he's gonna be single digits for sure. And then, you know, it just kind of comes down to that batting average. But I, I definitely like this price for sure. If you, uh, especially, you know, if you draft and you uh, address your batting average throughout the, you know, the first, what, eight, 10 rounds or so, like he's a great target because shortstop really falls off right around where he goes. So mm-hmm. um, I do have a couple shares. Uh, I don't have enough, though. I, I need to get some more. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on, on Willie. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like the, the price tag is very appealing because even if he bounces back to that 235, 240 guy, you can you can live with this a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just missed on shortstop, sure, middle infield, pretty nice. Uh, I'm a fan of that. So I am much more interested in him this year, even after that kind of fall off last year, because I had a ton of Willie Adamas last year. I felt the pain of Willie Adamas last year. But uh, at the price tag, it's the, I think it's a proper dip to, to get back on the, the Willie Adamas train. William Contreras, my guy. I love this man. He's just big Willie style. The number one catcher last year, according to the Rasball player writer, for those keeping track at home, he had 17 homers, six steals at 289, which is great. The average went up from 2022. Uh, plate skills, amazing. Strikeout rate dropped to almost 20%. Um, he might be sacrificing some power for some batting average, maybe put the total package together. Pretty darn good at catcher. Uh, ADP of 82, and the dude plays a lot. So what are your thoughts on William Contreras? Love him. Love old William Contreras. Um, there's a couple things that I do have 
uh, just slight issues with. He does hit a lot of ground balls, um, but I think that help, also helps his batting average. So, you know, there's a little give and take there. He does hit the ball hard, and he's, he's young where he's, you know, he's right in his prime right now. And, you know, kind of like you said, he plays a lot. So he's going to DH when he's not catching at bats or king, especially when he's a good, good hitter. Um, the county stats are going to be there. I think we're going to see the power. I like the fact that he chips in uh, a handful of stolen bases. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, he's definitely a target for me. I have a lot of shares already, and um, I'm probably going to continue to get more. Yeah, do you have a similar concern that I have, though, if he decides to go back to being maybe a 25 to 30 home run guy, we see that batting average drop a ton? Or do we have, like, the perfect storm where he learned how to hit all of a sudden? And if he could actually hit, like, 270 with 25 to 30, like, my goodness, what we could see? Are you concerned that, like, the average would trade off for the power potentially? Probably a little bit. Um, You know, if he's going to hit 25 to 30 home runs, he's going to have to put the ball in the air a little bit more. So you're probably going to see the batting average come down a little bit. Um, but I, yeah, he's still to, you know, two, like you said, 270 to 75 with 25 home runs, handful of steals, tons of counting stats. He's going to hit in a good spot in the lineup too. You know, the Brewers are very top heavy with their, with their, you know, kind of elite bats. If you want to call them elite, <laughs> they're better bats. Sure. Um, so yeah, he's going to hit in a good spot. He's going to play a lot. So that's uh sign me up all day for that. Yep, yep. I'm a fan as well. And I'm a fan of this guy, Reese Hoskins. Reese Pieces is now a member of the Milwaukee Brewers. Like, I've always been a huge fan of Reese Hoskins. And the biggest reason is you could just pretty much pencil in his stat line. It was like 25 to 30 home runs. It was the same. Like, runs and RBIs are very similar. He was hitting like 245. That's who Reese Hoskins is. Obviously, missed last year with the ACL injury. He's back. He's ready to roll. He's in Milwaukee. He's got an ADP of 211. He went up to 192 over the last, like, 12 drafts. Uh, what's your thoughts on Reese and Milwaukee? Because on paper, it seems beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I hope he can bounce back to be, you know, the, the hitter that he was uh, prior to the injury. He's um, the Brewers needed this. They, they need bats bad. They had, I think it was Jake Bowers was scheduled to be their starting yeah, first baseman. And gonna that was going to be, that was going to be horrendous. Um, our guy last year, Rowdy, uh, you know, had a huge April and then yep. struggled in in May and then got hurt for a couple months and then basically lost his lost his spot. So I thought they could have just resigned him, but once yep. they let him go, I was a little bit nervous because I'm like, you got to do something here because I don't know. The Brewers to me, their window to win is this is getting close to being it because I think this is going to be the last year for Burns. So they need to do something. They either need to go all in or they need to sell off and um i think this move signals that they're gonna they're gonna go for it a little bit so um i love that they needed a middle of the order bat they needed power and and they got it with reese hoskins i'm hoping there's still some moves to come i think they could upgrade the third base uh, position a little bit but um this is a good start for sure yep i'm with you big big fan of this one now it gets into some interesting players on milwaukee like if these guys show up this team's gonna be pretty darn good offensively uh, if they don't uh, take the next step in their youth, this could get frustrating as well. We'll start with Sal Frelick. Um, you know, he's going to be 24 this year. Last year, we saw him play 57 games with the big club, three homers, seven steals at 246. Um, projected to be in the outfield on opening day, ADP of 287. Uh, what were you thinking on Sal Frelick this year? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I hate to put a lot of pressure on these young guys. 
because their outfield is pretty young, but they, they do, they need him to step up. Uh, uh, he's got an opportunity now, uh, you know, going into the last season, I, you like the profile in the minors, doesn't strike out a whole lot. He can steal bases, really good defender. And they need him to, you know, they need a kind of a mini breakout from him here a little bit. I feel like, uh, Will it come? I don't know. We're going to find out. I just I like the fact that they're going to give him a shot to, you know, to prove himself. And, you know, along with, you know, Garrett Mitchell and Jackson Churio, it's, um, I, again, I like the, the, the ability to put the ball in play, the walk rate. Those are all fantastic. And it, it's something that the Brewers need because they do have, uh, you know, a decent amount of strikeout guys in their lineup. So, um, this is a perfect storm. I think he can. Uh, I, I'm hoping that he can. He can do something. Yeah, it's interesting. Are you good with the price tag, or you just rather wait and see? Um, I don't think I've drafted him at all yet, but yeah. uh, you know, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of power there. I think he's more a, a better real life player than a than a fantasy player. Mm-hmm. But you know, you, you would think with the the elite contact and the ability to get on base, he should be able to score some runs. I don't know where he's going to hit in the lineup. He's probably going to hit down towards the bottom of the lineup. So that's not, you know, ideal for fantasy, but could be a cheap uh, uh, power, or I'm sorry, a cheap speed, um, you know, kind of where he's going. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the name many people want to hear when you talk Milwaukee Brewers is Jackson Chirillo. Uh We know the skill set that he brought to the minor leagues, especially in double A last year, 22 homers, 43 steals in 122 games, pretty elite stuff. They gave him the extension. All expectations are he starts the season with the big club. ADP of 150, though, for someone we haven't seen do it yet. Are you willing to take that jump on Jackson Churio? Um, I had a few shares early on before he signed that, um, before he signed the deal. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. We saw, obviously, a huge breakout um, this past season in the minors. 18.4 K percent. I kind of like to see that uh, sub 20 down in double a obviously he's got a ton of speed. We know that um, he's super young. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't think we can just expect him to hit the ground and be Ronald Acuna, you know, mm-hmm. but um, it's definitely going to be exciting. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't try to remember the last time the Brewers had a prospect this big, maybe with Braun, maybe. Um, yeah, that's probably close. For the excitement, the excitement level, but uh, yeah, I think he's going to be. I think he's got a shot for you know fifteen home runs and like thirty steals. But again, he's so young. Let's. I hope he can do well to begin with because if he kind of struggles a little bit, you know, maybe he's a candidate to get sent back down uh, to work on things. But he's only nineteen years old, so <laughs> yeah, he's young, super young. Yeah. That's- and that's what I tried to tell people. I'm like, he could literally play in AAA for a ch- good chunk of the season, and I wouldn't be shocked. I'm like, oh, no, he got an extension. I'm like, he's 19. They extended him because if he has another year in the minors like he had last year, it's going to cost a lot more money. So um, it, it made sense for both of them to get the money, but he also might need some seasoning. I still think he sticks up there, but I'm con- I'm concerned about how big is the adjustment period to uh, to get used to the bigs. Might not be big at all. We'll see. That's just not my drafting style, taking those kind of chances. So I'll probably won't have much uh, trio, but it's one that I could definitely see. I wouldn't be shocked if it bit me in the butt, to put it that way. And uh, yeah. see where it goes. Bryce Terang. This was a fun one to talk about last year because all the, the hype train was going with Bryce. And it turned out to be, uh, yeah, he hit 218 in 137 games, had six home runs, but did steal 26 bases. And so 
He's got that going for him. He did hit for a, a decent averages in the minors, at least. Power's not a major thing. But ADP's 320, and he's second base shortstop eligible. I will fully admit, in DCs, I have a lot of him just as a middle infield flexible type guy. Do I, am I in love with it? No, but he's definitely a bench play for me. What's your thoughts on trying? Do you think we see a better uh, improvement out of him this year? Or is there still concerns? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think he's going to be as bad as he was. Um, and he was pretty bad, you know, outside of the stolen bases for us with, uh, for fantasy, you know, he was, he was pretty bad. Um, but I'll say this, he, he did have 21% K rate. So that's, you know, not terrible. Uh, is Babbitt 268 Babbitt? That seems pretty low, uh, you know, for a lefty and with, with good speed. So, you know, he does hit a decent amount of fly balls, which is obviously good for power. Is he someone we really want to hit a lot of fly balls, though? That's kind of, you know, I would like to see him be a little bit more of a line drive, uh, you know, get on base. It's kind of kind of a player, but uh, six stolen bases. Uh, he had 34 in, in AAA the year before. So the stolen bases are definitely going to be there. I think he's going to hit for a little better average, but, you know, I don't think he'll be an elite uh, batting average source by any means. So, yeah, he's going to be 24 this year. So I, I would, ex- I'm expecting some sort of improvement again. How much is the million dollar question, but for, uh, at his age, I'm definitely interested to see what said improvement would be. Garrett Mitchell, an outfielder that uh, had high expectations last year, got injured early in the year. So kind of slowed things down. Only played 19 games with Milwaukee, three homers, one steal, 246. But, there's still some good chatter about him this year. ADP is 366. Are we back in on Garrett Mitchell? The youth movement movement continues here for for the Brewers. Um, I think they're going to give him a shot. You know, um, it, it, he's again another possible cheap source of speed, um, kind of where he's going. But you know, he's a former first round pick, so he's got a little bit of that pedigree. Um, I think I have maybe one or two shares. It's definitely not going to be somebody that I want to have a lot of. Um, you know, I, the, there's not much power there. He's you know kind of more of a more of a line drive hitter. Um, had a super high bab up. He K's at a really really high rate still. So I think this he's going to get the start um, to start the season. But I think he's he's a prime candidate to to lose his spot at some point or get platooned at least. Um, it's not somebody that I want to have a ton of. Like I said, I think I have one or two. One or two Garrett Mitchell shares. Anybody else that, you know, Joey Weimer had his moment last year, didn't really pan out. Owen Miller even had his moments last year. <laughs> as scary as that sounds. Uh, anybody else that kind of interests you uh, on the bench that might have a role at some point this year? Oh, not really. Um, you know, they got Christian Arroyo. I think there's a possible platoon going on there with somebody. Uh, Monasterio is kind of penciled in right now at third base. That's that's kind of where I'm hoping they upgrade. I would love to see him go get Matt Chapman, but, you know, I don't know if they will or not. Um, no, there's, there's really not a, a ton of fantasy relevant guys here for me um, outside of, you know, kind of the main guys we talked about, uh, you know, Mainly being William Contreras, that's uh, that's kind of my biggest target on this on this Brewers team, and and Reese Hoskins now. But I think we're going to see Reese Hoskins shoot up a little bit in, in ADP. 
Yeah, a good question to that is Hoskins has like that 190-ish ADP. Where do you think he lands come uh, main draft season? Um, well, it's going to depend. If he's if if he looks like he's 100% back to normal and ready to go and hitting ropes in spring training, he's going to go way up. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him up by torque. You know, I, I don't really see much of a difference there. Um, if, if he's, you know, back to his normal ways. I think that's probably where he's going to ninth, 10th round, maybe. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I was thinking, yeah, around 120, 130-ish. So that does check the boxes there. Let's go to the mound. Corbin Burns still checks out here. He is the uh, fourth pitcher off the board, ADP of 23 right now. Technically the third because Shohei's not pitching this year. But uh, when you look at Burns, still at 193 innings last year. Ratios jumped to 3-4, which sad to say it's a jump. The strikeouts is more the concern in most books, but what are your thoughts on Burns? Because, like, I stepped back in this offseason because it felt like in season it was it was a bad season for Burns, but when you stepped back, it wasn't all that bad. So what are your thoughts on Burns this season? I like him. Contract year. Um, he's still giving you a lot of innings. That's exactly what I like out of my ace. Um, not only in real life, but in fantasy, I like uh, I like that 200 inning threshold for for my ace. Uh, you're right, though his his, his case did take a step back, but I think uh, and I probably should have looked this up before I hopped on here. But I'm pretty sure the case picked up, the K rate picked back up the last couple months by the end of the season. They did, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, his walk rate was up a little bit though, which was kind of a, a little bit concerning for me. Um, I don't like to see that, obviously. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think um, I'm back in. I'm totally fine in round two, uh, middle of round two where he's going. I, I love that. You get one of those, um, you know, you get one of those five-category bats and then you, you hit Burns in the middle of the second and uh, you're off to the races. I like that a lot. Yeah, I've been – like when I initially did my rankings, I'm like, ah, I'm not really a Burns guy this year. I'm going to pass. Then I started doing drafts, and, you know, I'm doing a lot of DC – you know, the 15-teamers. The, the I'm also doing the NPC 50s, the 12-teamers. And in a 12-teamer, you can get Burns. Uh, like the If you have – like I've seen the Acuna at one Burns uh, second pick type stuff it, in, in the round two. Like it's nuts to have that kind of combo. So he's much more uh, appealing to me than I thought he would be. Let's put it that way. Freddie Peralta. Yeah. Always love Freddie Peralta. This is a dude that really turned it on in the second half this past year. Finished the year with uh, a 3.86 ERA, but more importantly – a 23% K to walk. It was over 30% in the second half of last season. ADP is 51, though, for Freddie. Are we buying it? So, obviously, we love the K rate, and that's that's something we're we're always going to to love with with the fantasy game. Um, One concern I have is the innings. I, you know, he's, he's, he's not going to go 200 innings. I don't think like, uh, like Burns would, I think he's more of like 160, 165 inning guy, which isn't, isn't bad. Obviously. I mean, a lot of, a lot of pitchers are around there these days. Um, I like where he's going. I love him as an SP two, uh, you know, and it, maybe you get a Burns, uh, Burns Peralta, uh, that could be know, fun pairing. That's uh that's definitely, definitely, uh, something that could happen in, in the draft room. I, I yeah. like uh, I like Peralta a lot. Like that, that's um, that's that's a, a good target right there. And the, I think believe in the fourth round, fifteens. Yeah. Yep, fourth and a fifteen. That's a, that's a nice SP two. Or would you be the, the question? I guess we have there. I know your style. You want one of the aces or, like early because you want at least one workhorse. 
if for some reason, say you went three hitters earlier, are you okay with Peralta being your SP one? Um, yeah, I think I'd be okay with it. I would just have to make sure, like, I would already be thinking, who's my SP two and three? They got to be big innings guys. So if I could get Logan Webb to go with him, sign perfect. me up for that all day. That's a perfect combo. Um, okay. you know, maybe somebody like, uh, Try to think who goes in the sixth round that throws a lot of innings. It's not really a whole yeah, lot. That, it, that's why it drops off. That's yeah. why these aces are aces. It drops off pretty freaking quick. Yeah. Joe, Joe yeah. Ryan, I think he doesn't even go maybe 170. Looks let's see. Like, so you got Peralta at 51, like Framber's at 62. Yeah, Framber, uh, he, he throws a lot of innings. That'd be what Webb's at 64. But yeah, you go to these other guys, it's a lot of like 150 to 160 guys, which isn't bad. Like Lazardo actually threw quite a bit last year. If you believe in that, Eflin would be another guy. Joe Ryan, yeah. You're not going to get a ton of the big boys, though, like you said. So, yeah, piecing yeah. it together. Yeah. All right, similar to the offense, things get interesting quick in the rotation, and we go to <laughs> Wade Miley, who we always like to clown on. Doesn't strike out a lot of guys, but, man, if you just look at that ratio number year after year after year, it's pretty darn solid, at least in the ERA department. The whip yeah, could be a little better, but not bad. ADP's 470, though. Is Wade Miley the guy to interest you at all? Yeah, I have some DC shares of Wade Miley. It's not uh, it's not, not a pick you make and you're super excited about it. You're not rushing to text anybody that you just you know got Wade <laughs> Miley. Um, yeah, like you said, he, he's a, he eats innings. His, his ratios last year were, were pretty solid. Um, I, I, actually, I shouldn't even say he eats innings he, he he he's decent when he is out there um he's not a big innings guy um but yeah i you know i i'm not sure how much you can rely on a 37 year old pitcher True. but um he's fine for the rotation but uh, you know that's uh that's going to be somewhere they're going to need to upgrade this is where losing woodruff is just an absolute killer um yes. you know maybe aaron ashby is able to bounce back uh, from his injury, but obviously you can't rely on a ton of innings from him either. Um, I, I, I'm a little concerned that the bullpen is going to get overworked uh, with these this bottom half of the rotation. It's it's not good. So yeah, because you got Colin Ray, Joe Ross, they're the guys there now. Like I do like Ashby, but I'm with you. I don't know how many innings you get out of that. Um, like when I just look at their roster, it, it's tough to see where the rest comes from. Is like Bryce Wilson come a starter again because he used to be at one point in time with the Braves or I think like you said it's gonna have to come from somewhere else so mm-hmm. I'm curious to where all that like you know Jackson junk ain't the answer but uh, maybe we'll get some prospects up there we'll talk about some of those in a minute here uh let's head to the bullpen though where Devin Williams was filth this past year got his first full go in this as the uh, the closer and he did not disappoint and now you have an ADP of 42 with Devin Williams how are we feeling this year yeah, he's a stud. This is he's rock solid. It's, you, you, totally fine with him as the first closer off the board. Uh, a lot of strikeouts. Little concerned with the walks, but he's gotten he's been fine with with the higher walk totals now for a couple of years. So, um, I'm, yeah, I'm on board. He's the, he's the locked in surefire closer. I don't think they really mess around much with him in the eighth inning. So, um, I like that as my closer. I think he's. If he stays with the Brewers all year, I think he's a, you know a lock for thirty plus saves. Yeah, I'm 100 with you. That's the only caveat I've even put in an article. He could be traded, and you'd hope if he got traded, he'd be traded to close. That's the goal. 
but yeah, as long as he's with the Brewers, it's 30 easy to me. And he's, he's creeping in on 40 once again. And the strikeouts are just bonkers with him. And ratios, 1-5 ERA, whip below one. Like He just lights out stuff. Uh, you can argue him as closer one if you want. I, I wouldn't stop someone there. There's other options, but I, I could see the appeal. Let's put it that way. If for some godforsaken reason Devin Williams gets hurt or is traded, are you are you loading up on Piams? Is like, is he a DC target of you of yours, or do you have someone else in mind in the back of that bullpen? Yeah, he probably gets the first crack, but um, the guy that I like a lot is Abner Uribe. This guy's real dirty. Um, uh, his his other his issue is very similar to um, to Devin Williams. Though, a lot of walks, uh, but Abner Uribe's got. Um, one of the nastiest pitches I think I've ever seen from a brewer. So he's uh yeah, he, he's, he's elite. He's throws super hard. Um, I don't know if they would throw him into the closer role though. So I think Piam should probably be the first guy, uh, next guy up. All righty. Let's talk prospects with the brew crew. Anybody besides Jackson Chirio, we think we're going to be uh, seeing this year or have uh, maybe some fantasy value for us at some point in time. Yeah, Tyler Black is um, is a guy that, first of all, third base and steals a ton of bases. So we don't have much of that in our in our fantasy game. We have maybe three, four guys that steal bases uh, from third base. Uh, but this guy had fifty five steals last year between Double A AA and Triple A um, to go along with eighteen home runs. So maybe if they think that he's ready, then they're not concerned about signing a third baseman um and if they think he's ready and he's up uh this could be fantasy gold down here where he's going in dcs this is um this is definitely a target for me in dcs yep adp of 326 i've heard that name mentioned a little more often lately so uh he's he's slowly coming onto my radar as well so i'm a big fan of that uh, any other prospects we see some maybe Robert Gasser this year? Any any pitching arms? Because we mentioned they might need some help this year. Yeah. Um, Gasser, for sure. Uh, Jacob Misarowski is another guy that uh, could see could see some time. He had 110 strikeouts in 71 innings, I believe, last year uh, in the minors. But he's um, he doesn't th- – he doesn't th- he hasn't really thrown a ton of innings so and he's pretty young he's only 20 he was 21 last year so he'd be 22 this year um so maybe he's not quite ready but uh yeah they're gonna have to do something because you can't rely, rely on Wade Miley for a full season um and you know some of those other guys at the back end of that at that rotation so I think these guys are DC plays as well and um, guys to keep an eye on when you're um in fab leagues if they get called up yeah, the call-ups will happen for sure with this one. Just looking at Gasser real quick, ADP 478. So definitely people paying attention to this one. I like to root for the Brewers. I hope they get some more pitching because it's it's a rough look right now. Um, I don't. I mean, I'd have to go look at what's even available because we know the price range. We got to drop that down uh, right out the gate for the Brewer. They're not going to get Blake Snell or anything like that. Um, yeah. Do you think Burns gets traded this year? Well, in the before they signed Hoskins, I thought it was a foregone conclusion. But now, if he's going to get traded, I think it's going to be closer to the deadline um, okay. if they're out of it. Um, but my worry is they're going to 
do what they do every year and just try to sneak into the playoffs and then they get nothing for them. Yeah, um, that's terrifying. So they either they need to make a decision and it's it's not an easy decision to make um because as it stands right now they are a playoff contending team and that's kind of what you want to sell your fan base. Mm-hmm. Um but if they're you know, I don't know. If it's middle of June and they're six games back, I think it's got to be a fire sale. Um and I think everybody's on the table. So um, even even Freddie Peralta, who's got some years of control, I think he, he could get a haul. And then I think you can just build around those young pitchers that we just talked about and, and Churio, um, you know, and some of these, um, you know, free lick outfielders and just kind of build around those guys and uh, just try to load up the farm system. They already have a decent farm system, so they could, um, you know, easily uh, have the number one farm system and and be ready to compete in, in a couple of years with a, with a fire sale. Yeah, it's the re- like the reality of the situation. They might just have to make the tough decisions here. And uh, if they could somehow deal Burns and Peralta, it might sting a lot this year. But the returns, like you said, that could really – it'll jumpstart the return for the team a lot quicker than the alternative, obviously. So yeah. that'll be interesting to see. Um, what are your expectations for 2024? Uh, I know you said like they're built to sneak into the playoffs. What do you think happens with the Brewers? Um, I'm not super optimistic, <laughs> uh, you know, any kind of an injury to Peralta or Burns and they are done. Um, their offense isn't good enough to, to hold up just for two starting pitchers. And if you lose one of the starting pitchers, it's going to be ugly. Um, yeah, I think that, uh, I think that they're going to be in fire sale mode in, uh, come trade deadline. That's my prediction. All right. And last question I have for you. Have you started distributing high noons uh, in Milwaukee? I don't know whatever their family stadiums called now. <laughs> uh, nope, I sell in the Madison area, so I don't have the Milwaukee okay. area. But um, no, I don't think high noons are in uh, in the Brewer Stadium yet. And every time I leave California, I see noons at every bar, every golf course. It's like beautiful, like pretty much any state outside of California. They're slowly incorporating places in California. Like I went to a golf course two weeks ago in Carmel. They had noons. I was pumped. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> so we're starting to to get it going here. But man, like, I got my buddy. I told you, like, how I got my uh, Wisconsin roots, kind of, and my my transplant roots in Wisconsin. He sends pictures, said that like bars all over the place, and there's high noons sitting right next to the freaking, you know, uh, Red Bulls in the fridge right behind the bar. And I'm like, God, that must be nice. That must be nice. Yeah, yeah, they're all over here. That's for sure. <laughs> all right but on that note i can sit here and talk high news to you all day the listeners probably don't care though so uh <laughs> we'll cut it off on that one but before we head out of here remind everybody where they can find you and what you got going on yeah just check out our podcast um in the cut fantasy sports podcast we do basketball we do uh baseball obviously we're not doing any basketball right now it's all baseball so uh yeah just check us out there all right everybody this was Benched with Bubba, episode 647, the 2024 Milwaukee Brewers team preview with the one, the only, John Fish. Catch you all next time.